You are listening to the Gromart Podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers. Featuring experts in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to merchandise that grain so that they can make a profit. And other system news. It's very important to the Gromark system to encourage the future of agriculture. The Gromark podcast starts now. This is Cliff Dolbear with another episode of the Gromark podcast. I'm joined by three gentlemen today. And gentlemen, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. Yes. Hi, I'm Robert Turr. I'm the B2B manager. I'm Brian Leggett. I'm the uh, supervisor of IT server administrators. I'm Demetrius Triplett, IT support specialist. We're here today to talk about an incident that actually occurred almost six months ago now, but uh, still a valid concern, and that's uh, security of USB devices. So, uh, Brian, I'm going to turn to you first to kind of talk about this incident, how you responded first. Sure. Well, uh, we have uh, antivirus software protecting all our workstations, and uh, it was a Saturday morning. Uh, We had uh, started receiving uh, critical alerts that a one system in the in uh, in our network was uh, reporting multiple uh, viral uh, infected files, and uh, so we uh, reviewed the uh, alerts, found out the machine that was reporting them. We weren't able to come up with a user at that point because uh, the system was running the uh, the infected files, uh, but we didn't know the file locations. So we asked uh, the on-call support person for the IT service desk to uh, create an incident and reach out, find out who the end user was and reach out to that end user um, and see what was going on. Uh, it appeared based on the alerts that the uh, infection was coming from a removable device uh, because the drive letter was D, which is non-standard for a uh, end user workstation. So we assumed at that point that we probably were dealing with a, uh, a removable di- device like a thumb drive or an external hard drive. And Demetrius, you were the on-call uh, IT support specialist that day. Is that correct? Correct. So, what what would you do once you once you were notified that that you had a, an infected workstation? Oh, well, once I was notif- notified, um, I looked at one of our systems management systems to identify uh, the user of the machine. Once I found that, I sent an email off to that user. Uh, looked for also a phone communication where I can call the user. Being that the issue was a uh, had a high priority, uh, found the contact number, and uh, I contacted the individual and uh, started remediation of the alerts. So once um, you were able to get in touch with the individual, how long, I mean, were they pretty responsive? You got them on the phone right away, they responded to email. How long was it between, if you remember, when you first reached out to them and when you were able to get them to remove the infected device? Um, They actually, I created the incident for the ticket for the issue and when the user saw that and the incident usually says the description which had viral activity uh, so the user uh, responded to that email address which sent to myself and our team and the uh, looking at the email they had a phone number on there so that's how I got their number and that's how we made uh, communication and so then removed it right away once you said hey I think I think you've t- I think you've put some uh, you know USB drive in your computer that's got a virus on it yep remove the the USB drive, and um, I started a remote session with the user and was able to remote in and start a virus scan to make sure that the corporate uh, machine was free of any viral activity. 
How long did that process take then? Uh, the virus scan usually takes about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on uh, the size of the hard drive and how much data is on the hard drive. Communication portion probably took all five to 10 minutes to get everything started. So then it sounds like from when the first alert came in uh, to when it was all said and done and the, and the scan was complete, it was about an hour and a half. Is that, is that right? Probably roughly an hour and a half to two hours of time. And you had said uh, when we were talking before we started recording that you received a number of alerts during that right. time frame. Can you tell us again how many alerts? Uh, well, we ended up getting 2,573 alerts from this particular device, so that's, that's how many infected files were on this thumb drive. That seems like a lot. Is that? That's, uh, that is above and beyond uh, what we see on average. There, there are occasions where we see this, but this one probably, uh, it's, it's definitely in the 1% uh, at the top of the pile. I guess that's good to hear, a little bit reassuring right. that, that this isn't a normal occurrence. Uh, and this happened on a Saturday. So, Rob, you were, you were this individual's supervisor. When you found out, did you find out that Saturday as well, or when did you find out? I found out the following Monday. And then, so what steps as the supervisor did you take at that point? Uh, it's kind of most, mostly post-incident kinds of stuff. You know, read the incident, make sure I understand it. And then, once I understood the problem or what happened, I talked to this individual on the use of USB drives. And I told this individual, uh, if they do have a need for a USB drive, so please contact uh, IT as a service desk to get one. Great point. So it seems like they probably had not gotten this USB drive from IT service desk. So uh, how would a USB drive get this many infected files on it? Uh, the most likely scenario is that the uh, end user's personal computer was probably uh, infected and that uh, the removable drive picked up those infections. It's a fairly common uh, theme that the uh, bad actors use is that they try to pass along infected files to either network uh, locations and or any removable devices that they can so that they uh, can help spread the love around a little bit. Um, so. Um, more than likely, the end user had an infected computer or had that thumb drive in their personal computer when they went to a, a malicious website or however that uh, malicious content came to, uh, to fruition. And then uh, when they inserted it into the company p uh, PC, uh, the uh, Smatic endpoint protection software that we have on there uh, was able to catch those files and the end user probably didn't have any sort of protection on their personal system that was uh, capable of doing that. Well, I guess as an employee, it makes me uh, feel very reassured that we have that software here and also makes me question what I've got on my own personal computer at home and I need to check. But it sounds like, I mean, I, I'm hearing a couple big takeaways here. One, leave your work on your work computer. Uh, don't, don't try to mix those files, especially with USB. Um, just because, you know, Girlmark's interest is in, is in the work and they can't ensure the safety of your personal computer. And then second, if you do have a need for a USB drive to contact the IT service desk, talk to your supervisor to get an, an approved device that you can use. Anything that any of you gentlemen want to want to add to our discussion today? Be safe and cautious. As he said, don't use your personal USB drives and plug them into a corporate laptop or desktop. Um, if you're looking for a USB drive, you can always contact our purchasing department, itap at growmark.com, itap at growmark.com. Uh, I would add this is, a, this is a dangerous world that we live in these days. In my line of work, we 
have constant daily attacks uh, attempting to do things via email, uh, malicious websites, whatever it may be. Uh, we are under constant attack, so you just need to be vigilant and cautious. Think about that with your own personal equipment, not so much for the corporate equipment safety, but just for your own personal safety. You know, I'd hate to see uh, you know, all your grandchildren's photos be encrypted by uh, some ransomware and you, you lose all of your, your important stuff that's important to you, uh, let alone things that are important to uh, the company. So, uh, you know, caution is the biggest thing. I would, I would just add, uh, obviously, we have a really good team here at Gromark monitoring this kinds of stuff. I mean, this could have been probably a disaster situation. They did a great job. For sure. Gentlemen, thank you very much, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Gromark Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gromark Podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.